This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back today with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And in this episode, we are going to discuss the so-called 1912 rule, a date specifically that may preclude some individuals from being able to get Italian citizenship by descent. So, Marco, let's just jump straight into this. And can you tell us a little bit more of the the history on this date and what was going on and uh, why it is so important for Italian Americans who are wanting to get Italian citizenship by descent? For people who are looking into their eligibility for Italian citizenship is, of course, very important to understand when their ancestor who was born in Italy became naturalized, which means when he became or she became a U.S. citizen. And a lot of people know that if the naturalization of the ancestor happened prior to 1912, even if the naturalization was after the birth of the child who was born in America, then then uh, the person doesn't qualify for Italian citizenship. But a lot of people wonder why. Why is that that if the ancestor became naturalized prior to 1912, then uh, you are disqualified? The reason behind that has to do with when Italian law 555 of 1912 came into effect because that law included a provision that allowed the Italian immigrant who went to another country, so who emigrated from Italy to another country, and who became naturalized in that country um, after their child was born in the foreign country, uh, this provision allowed this person to pass their citizenship to their children and for their child to maintain Italian citizenship even after the ancestor became naturalized. So let's take a step back. Uh, Prior to June 14 of 1912, which is the cutoff date, uh, another law was in effect, which was uh, the Civil Code of 1865. That Civil Code, which of course, I'm I'm talking about an Italian Civil Code, um, included several provisions regarding citizenship. And one of them stated that the parent or actually the father back then, who became naturalized in another country, uh, also included in their naturalization the child who was underage and and regardless of where the child was born. So in other words, when the parent became naturalized prior to June 14 of 1912, under the Civil Code of 1865, uh, that naturalization caused the loss of citizenship for both the parent and the minor child. And that was the only provision regulated regulating this situation, which is why uh, for all the consulates or entities who process Italian citizenship, the naturalization of the parent caused the loss of Italian citizenship for the minor child as well, period. On the other hand, after June 14 of 1912, uh, law 555 on 1912 was in effect, which regulated the situation differently. There were three provisions specifically who regulated this situation. Uh, The most important provision was Article 7, under which the child of an Italian citizen who was born in a foreign country 
where citizenship is granted to the child automatically by birth in a foreign territory, like US, Canada. So all of the countries where the use solely rule is in effect, which means the countries that give citizenship to a child born in the territory just just because of the place of birth. So this Article 7 stated that the child of an Italian citizen um, who was born in a country that gives citizenship that way maintains Italian citizenship on the condition that the father and then the mother after 1948 uh, was an Italian at the time of the birth. In other words, if the parent was an Italian citizen, the child would maintain the citizenship of the country in which the child was born, as well as Italian citizenship, which was passed from the parent to the child uh, through Jure Sanguinis, so by right of blood. There was then another provision in the 1912 law that stated that the child of a person who loses Italian citizenship through naturalization in a foreign country only loses Italian citizenship when also the child acquires simultaneously the citizenship of the foreign country, which means basically translated only if the child is also in that very moment acquiring the foreign citizenship together with the parent, then the child will lose Italian citizenship. Otherwise, the loss will not happen for the child. It will only happen for the parent. And this was Article 12 of Law 555 of 1912. There was one final provision in the 1912 law, uh, specifically Article 8, which basically stated that uh, the immigrant who goes to another country and becomes a citizen of that country by naturalization loses Italian citizenship, plain and simple. So basically, the combination of these three provisions uh, did not exist prior to 1912 because the, the, there was a completely different law. And actually, there was a civil code regulating citizenship in a very simple way, meaning with regard to the minor child, uh, the situation was regulated, like I said before, in a very simplistic way. So the child of an Italian who loses Italian citizenship also loses Italian citizenship. On the other hand, after 1912, the combination of these three provisions uh, came into effect and regulated the situation much differently in a way that allowed the minor child born in a foreign territory of an Italian who became naturalized after the birth of the child to maintain both Italian citizenship and the citizenship which was acquired by birth in the foreign country, meaning the citizenship of the foreign country. And then, of course, the child who was born in the foreign country who held both Italian and U.S. citizenship, if we're talking about U.S. citizens, to maintain um, both citizenship and pass the citizenship to the next generations. Well, Marco, this is absolutely fascinating, this topic. And I, I realize that it is a bit on the complicated side and that there, it seems to weave in and out of itself. But um, would you be able to clarify a little bit more Articles 7, 8, and 12? Yes, sure. So I think it's it's important to just uh, re-describe every single article um, included in the 1912 law. Of course, we're talking about three specific uh, articles um, for people to have a better understanding because like you said it's a very complex situation um, that uh, fortunately allows many people to uh, qualify for Italian citizenship so article 7 states that the child who was born abroad 
of an Italian citizen, so who a person who is still an Italian citizen maintains both the Italian citizenship that is passed from the parent and the citizenship of the foreign country which was acquired by birth in the foreign country. And then Article 8, which is very important, states that the child born in the foreign country um, of an Italian citizen who becomes a citizen of the foreign country through naturalization only loses Italian citizenship if the same child is acquiring the foreign citizenship simultaneously, which of course doesn't happen for a child who was born in the foreign country because that same child already had the foreign citizenship since birth because that, that citizenship was acquired at birth by birth in the foreign country. So that's the reason why the child is not losing Italian citizenship, unlike their parent who is becoming a foreign citizen through naturalization. And finally, Article 12 of the law 555, uh, which came into effect in 1912, states that the person who voluntarily becomes a citizen of another country, so through naturalization, loses Italian citizenship. And by the way, this rule only changed in 1992 when Law 555 was replaced by Law 91 of 92, so the law number 91 of 1992, which basically states that the person who acquires another citizenship in a foreign country through naturalization no longer loses Italian citizenship. So that rule only changed in 1992, but prior to 1992, the person, and of course this applies to many people's ancestor, who voluntarily became a citizen of another country through naturalization lost their Italian citizenship. So really what you're saying is that it comes down to is if you gained your citizenship naturally, or if your ancestor rather gained their citizenship naturally at birth versus choosing to become a foreign citizen, um, is that basically just to, to, to kind of as a very short version of the discussion, is that accurate? That's very accurate. And of course, this situation, which you just described, allows the uh, applicant for Italian citizenship to qualify, but only if the ancestor became naturalized after 1912, because, because we have the combination of these three provisions. On the other hand, if the naturalization of the ancestor happened prior to 1912, so when the Civil Code of 1865 was in effect, then uh, the loss of Italian citizenship uh, for the ancestor also extends to the minor child no matter when the child was born and also again for clarity's sake because you did mention this other date of 1948 i realized that we were mentioning a lot of numbers and dates and provisions and different things and how they intertwine between each other but would you mind quickly just describing for someone maybe who's not heard any of our 1948 episodes how this all um intertwines with each other, the, how the 1948 rule um, relates to the 1912 rule? Absolutely. So basically until 1948, which is when the Italian constitution came into effect, and specifically January 1st of 1948, only men were able to pass their citizenship to their children. So if there is a female in the Italian line who gave birth to her child 
prior to January 1st of 1948, then you don't qualify for Italian citizenship. The descendant doesn't qualify for Italian citizenship. However, it's possible to still pursue Italian citizenship if this category applies to you through the courts. So basically, if the woman gave birth prior to 1948, then your only option is to petition the courts and pursue citizenship through the courts. Uh, on the other hand, if the woman gave birth to her child after the Constitution came into effect, so after 1948, and the woman was perfectly able to pass citizenship to her child, and therefore the descendant can pursue citizenship the normal way through a consulate or through a, an Italian municipality. Well, Marco, I'll admit, even as someone who's been on this journey through Italian citizenship and understands the system quite well, I will admit this episode is definitely one of the more confusing ones. So I definitely will not blame somebody if they'll need to watch this episode a couple of times for the full understanding. And um, I think this actually may be a better episode to keep on the shorter side, just so that this episode might not get confusing. So Monica, really, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode. But of course, if anybody needs any further clarification or needs help to get through um, these particular circumstances, how can they contact you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or uh, call us, our number is on the website. Oh, absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more information about uh, moving to Italy or getting an Italian citizenship, getting Italian home, be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast, another project that Marco and I collaborate on where we talk about some of the practical aspects of physically making Italy your home. And also, if you're interested in more information about life abroad, living abroad, or living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rafaeldifuria, or you can search for Not Your Average Globetrotter on Google, YouTube, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. But of course, we have been here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.